Welcome back to episode 85. This is Screaming Into the Void, and I'm really hoping that this is recording through my AirPods and not my my car, because I can't really tell what the audio is running through currently. But either way, it'll be all right. You'll get over it. Uh, The audio may be a little funky, but that's all good. We're screaming into the void, you know what I mean? Uh, So the last episode that came out, I'm not super proud of, but I'm going to leave it up anyways. It's a Little Yachty uh, Let's Start Here album review. And the only reason I'm not super proud of it is because uh, I thought that you'd be able to hear the music better playing out of my laptop into my headphones. Like when I was talking about certain parts of the songs, I would play it out loud and I, I thought that it would sound better than it does. It's really hard to hear, but I don't know. It's, it is what it is. I'm going to leave it up just because it, it took an hour and a half to do the damn thing because I had to listen to every song and then talk about it. And it was fun, and I'm I, I do and I I enjoyed it, so I'm gonna leave it up. It is what it is. Audio on that isn't great, but it'll be all right. So today's episode is about um that '90s show. Sorry, I gotta turn the air up in here a little bit. It's getting hot. Um, so that '90s show came out on Netflix. Uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago now, and I was a little slow to watch it. Uh, I watched the first episode the day it came out, and then I didn't love it, but I it was okay. I kind of liked it but definitely didn't binge watch the entire first season right off rip. So now that it's been a couple weeks, I have watched all of it and it it is really good. There's definitely some cornball moments. There's like, there's some, it it takes a little bit of time to get used to a couple of characters, uh, but they do a really good job of like bringing back the old cast and not making it all about them, but just like reintroducing them and being like, Hey, remember all these people? Here's how they're tied into the story. And here's how these new characters are tied into the story. So um, it's it's based in Wisconsin still um, in Point Place. It's at Kitty and Red's house. And uh, Eric and Donna's do- I should probably say spoiler alert, but it is just a sitcom. So I'm not really giving away any big details. Um, at Kitty and Red's house, uh, Eric and Donna's child. Um, and I'm blanking on what her name even is right now. Leia, obviously, she's named after the Star Wars character. And then, um, so she comes back into Point Place from living in Chicago with her parents. Like, they're in for a holiday or something, 4th of July, I think. And then Leia decides to stay for the rest of summer with Kitty and Red. So then she makes some friends around the local area. And they all, like, like the little neighborhood gang starts hanging out in the basement again. And it's really reminiscent of that 70s show, which I absolutely loved. I binge-watched that 70s show four or five times back in high school. I really loved that show so much. Uh, and a lot of my friends did too. Like that 70s show really like, it kind of sculpted my friend group in a lot of ways in high school. Like a lot of the music that we would listen to and jokes and the cultural references, a lot of the stuff came from that 70s show and other stuff too. But that was that was definitely a big influence. And then at one of my friend's house, they actually like in their basement, my best friend Kyle and his brother Kenton, who I'm also good friends with, they set up their basement to kind of like mimic that 70s show basement where they had the big uh, rope spool in the middle and the couches around it and all the 70s psychedelic posters and the vinyl records and a couple guitars. And it was just a really cool spot to hang out in high school. I used to love their basement. I still do whenever I'm over there. Uh, it's obviously more rare now, but uh, every now and then I find myself hanging out in that basement like Jesus boys. We haven't gone too far. Uh, I will say, I think they moved that, um, the spool, like the table that we used, because everybody signed it. They had Sharpies on this big wooden uh, rope spool, and people would sign the table. 
So there's a lot of local history for our friend group signed onto that table and artwork that people would draw on there. It was a really cool concept. Um, and that came directly from that 70s show. So that, that back to that 90s show, it's really good. I won't do like an episode by episode breakdown by any means. Uh, I mean, maybe I will. That that would kind of be cool. I thought about doing that for Cobra Kai as well, like an episode by episode analysis of my opinions on it. But I don't know. Maybe eventually. But yeah, it was a good. It's a good first season. Uh, there's a lot of drama. Like obviously, it's it's about teenagers, so it's the whole relationship thing and breakups and makeups and this person's getting with that person who was with this person who's now with that person. It, it's that type of deal, but you got the classic moments where they're all sitting around the table smoking a joint in the big smoky room, making little funny observations like, hey, Donkey Kong isn't a donkey. He's a gorilla. And everybody busts out laughing. It's really reminiscent of that 70s show. Uh, they bring back Fez. He's kind of like an integral, uh, inter- integral. well, I don't know how to say that word, integral part of the show. Fez's character comes back into play. Um, Eric and Donna both make a couple of appearances. Um, Leo, uh, Tommy Chong, uh, he makes a couple of appearances. Obviously, Kitty and Red, they're, they're kind of like, I mean, it's based in their house, so they're kind of main characters. Um, you see Kelso and Jackie, and I think that's it from the original cast of, and Bob, they bring back Bob, Donna's dad. So uh, it's been, it was a really cool first season. I'm really, really looking forward to what they do with the second season. And uh, it's, I think it's based in 1995. So it's like 15 years after the – or 16 years, something like that, after the end of that 70s show. So that 70s show ends like on New Year's Eve of 1980. So the 70s are over. That 70s show has to end. And all the characters have kind of gone off into their own directions anyways. Like, by that point, the actor who plays um, Eric, Topher, I think Topher Grace, uh, he wasn't even in the last two seasons, I don't think. Uh, They did bring him back for the last episode, which was cool. So, uh, I don't want to spoil how the season ends, but basically Leia's going back to Chicago with her family. And there's drama and discussion on whether she's going to come back to Point Place again. And obviously, like, Kitty wants her to return, and her friends all want her to return, but there's some drama, and she doesn't know if she should. So uh, definitely assuming they're going to do a second season, because this is going to be commercially successful, I imagine. People love that 70s show. I think they're going to love that 90s show. So I'm really looking forward and hoping to see a second season, and hopefully they do a whole run of it. Like, if they do eight or nine seasons, I'd love it. Just the the nostalgia alone is is doing it for me, because... I don't know, it's just, it's super reminiscent of that 70s show, but it's also, like, modernized for the 90s, so, when that 70s show started, it was 1998, which is really cool to think, like, the actors, like, Eric and Donna, and and Hyde, and Kelso, and all these guys, they're, like, when they were filming that 70s show, is now, like, the era that they're making this show about, like, that's that's the time difference, like, the 90s were... 24 years ago or whatever the the distance between the 70s and 1998 when they had started filming that 70s show was like 28 years you, you get what i'm saying 18 years from the end of the 70s i wish they would have done a that's 80s show that's the one thing that i think we missed out on but it wouldn't have made sense with the cast because it would have been like 
Eric and Donna as they were like going into the college years or whatever, and the, I, it just wouldn't have been the same. Um, or graduating college and having a young child and moving to Chicago, like that '80s show wouldn't have worked with that cast. They would have had to do it with a different storyline, like different people. I think it still could have worked, and I think they might have tried. They might have done a pilot episode of that. But either way, that '90s show, I'm I'm really looking. I, well, here's what's another funny observation while I'm on that point. Imagine if they do a that's 2000s or that's 2010s. Like, it's going to be so boring. Like, everybody's just going to be on their, uh, well, I guess in the early 2000s and the 2010s, things were still pretty interesting. But, like, by the 2010s and into the 20 teens and now into the 2020s, everybody's just locked into their cell phones. And, and I don't know, life doesn't seem as cool as it did pre-internet and pre-social media and everything. Like, I can't imagine, a like, the drama of that's that 2020s is like, oh my god, so-and-so from high school tweeted about me. Oh, that bitch. I don't know. It just seems like it would be lame. Um, maybe I'm just nostalgic about the 70s and the 90s because like, I didn't get to experience those as an adult or anything. Like, obviously, I was uh, I was born in the late 90s. I won't say when, but late 90s. So I remember the early 2000s, but I didn't like all I know about the 90s is what I've heard about and what I've seen on like Friends, and now what I'm learning about on that 90s show. Most of that culture was kind of shifting away into a new type of early 2000s pop culture. So there were still like elements that affected my youth. Like a lot of the cartoons and stuff that I watched were late 90s cartoons. Like uh, just one random example, Cat Dog. I loved Cat Dog. Um, And then another random example, like Rugrats. I think that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s type deal. So those were the shows that I was growing up with. And then, like, I had older uh, cousins and family members who were around who would watch shows like Doug. Uh, so I definitely, like, like remember some stuff from the 90s, but not a ton of it. So it's going to be really cool to see what um, that set or what that 90s show does with the next couple of seasons. I'll be watching regardless. They got me hooked with this first season. I'll definitely be back. I'm hoping season two doesn't take too long to come out. That was the one good thing about that 70s show. When I started watching it, it was done. So I binge watch all of it like immediately and then binge watch it again and again and again. So now I have to be a little bit more patient, which I do think makes you value a show and love it a little bit more like uh, Game of Thrones type of deal for me when they release one episode a week. But with Game of Thrones, when I started watching that, there were four seasons out, I think. So still had some material to binge watch. And that's what I'm letting House of Dragons build up a little bit of library for me before I start binge watching it. Um, but guys, I've gone over my time. I need to get back to work before I, uh, take too long of a break here. Cause I sat on my phone for a couple minutes before deciding to record this. So that is the end of this wonderful pod. Thank you for tuning in. This has been screaming into the void episode 85 with me, your boy, Aaron V. Uh, I'm out. That was, uh, season one of that 90s show. Thank you for listening. Peace.